0: And this is a mitzvah which Hashem gave you a show, which is really something, which is a mitzvah in the Torah we learned about last week. And that is, Separate the three are miklat, which we already instructed in our week's parasha. There were meant to be three cities in Eretz Israel itself, there were meant to be three cities on the other side of the Yarden River, Moshe is lifetime, as we know, already separated the three cities on the side of on the other side of the Yarden, and therefore to complete the mitzvah, Hashem tells Yeshua have to separate those three cities in Eretz Yisrael. So, we know the Torah, we but it's interesting how the Torah here repeats the point of the Ar-Miklat, with two changes from the Torah, which come to teach us two important points. So, what's the point of the Torah? This is exactly the same as the words in the Torah. As someone who kills Beshkaka uh, by mistake without intention, he has to run to the ir- Irmiklat. The act as a refuge for him from the girl adam, which someone who would uh, next in line in the relative would try to avenge the blood of his dead relative. So what's the deal of the Irmiklat? The Ritzach has to run to one of these cities. He has to stand outside the entrance to the city, and he has to explain to the elders of that city why he's coming there. And based on what he tells them, This is something it doesn't say in the Torah. The Torah just says that the din of the Irmiklat is that the Ritzayach has to run to the Irmiklat and stay there, remain there, until the death of the Koyen. But we see here something different. It says over here that before he is allowed into the Irimiklat, he needs to present his case, as it were, to the, Sikhanim, the elders of the city. And now they'll decide whether they're going to accept him into the Aramiklat. What does that depend on? So on this we you know the Gemara says, and this is what the Imam explains the Allah of the Miklat, that really the decision whether a person was killed b'shargig or not b'shargig is a decision which needs to be made by b'astin. In other words, we all understand there's a difference between an accident, for example, and premeditated murder. So it might not be a case of premeditated murder, but the Gemara tells us in Makus that there are a number of cases which are not shagig because they made it, Which means, if the Gemara says he wasn't it wasn't an accident, he was a push, he was negligent. A number of cases that the Gemara says isn't a shogeg because eines, which means some things are a mistake which a person is meant to have been careful about, prevented, and some things are in the category of something which was an eines. There's nothing he could do to prevent it happening. And alach is therefore that the person who is a shogeg, the irmekh provides refuge for, the person who is an eines or nearly an eines doesn't need to go to the irmekh, and the person who is kara b'lemezid. The immigrant doesn't help. So this really needs a basin to decide which category a person falls. And it might be what the person thinks is only one part of the story. There might be a second khalik, and that is what the witnesses say, what evidence do we have? When will basically make a decision what his status is meant to be. Now, the question is, he doesn't have time to go anywhere, because as soon as he... The murderer is committed. As soon as he kills, he's going to run for his life because the Godadam God might kill him. So when are we going to decide? When are we going to decide exactly what his status is so That's what you see over here. The roteach has to run to the miklat. Now the zuchani, the best, the, base, the base of the miklat, will decide this is there somebody who deserves to come to the miklat, and if, if so, the Godadam enters the miklat. And then the chiner that fell Adam Acharov. Once they decided that the Irmikat uh, is meant to protect him, so if the come to of Dom Munah comes to Irmikat, they won't hand over the Retzech to him. He's meant to be protected. Again, the Darshan of the Torah, the murder was by mistake and he wasn't an enemy. And as we know, the Gemara already says that if someone's in the category of an enemy, then even what would look like a mistake, we have to be at least. It maybe it was with intention. Not everything which uh, on the outside appears to be a mistake is necessarily a mistake. It could be it wasn't it was with intent. V'yasha The halacha is that the murderer will remain in the city. Of the erimiklat ad So the pasuk is adding two different things together. We know from the Torah that the the the, the has to remain in the erimiklat until the coin gadol dies. What's the first part of the process says here? if So the Mafashim explained that there's two different cases which are being spoken about. The one case is, when it needs to be judged, does he deserve to be the emigrant or not? So even though the scan him, uh decide before they allow him entrance into the remikers, if it will work for him or not, but sometimes there's a vintara the which the girl Adam will, so to speak, we him, will prosecute him in a different basin. And then he will have to be brought to the other basin to stay in trial. And therefore, if it's found that he was, well, wasn't a Shagel, he was really amazed. So then he'll be taken out of the Miklat to stay in trial in wherever the basin is which is judging him. Or, if he is, if he is a Ritzach B'Shagel, which means he is granted, so to speak, refuge in the Irimiklat, then he remains until the gadol dies, and which the gadol who was alive at, at the time of his sentencing, then the Ritzech is allowed to return to the city, to the place that he came from, until after, only after the God will has died. Right, so this is pretty much the same, this is the, the same uh, mitzvah that the Torah tells us about a number of times uh, and the penalty of a for bashegek, and the duration of the time has to be there. It's until the God God will die. Good question. Yeah. So. Before we talk about the mitzvah altogether, of, of this idea of going to God, let's just finish with the process. says where, the, where these three cities were. So it says, like is Kadesh, Bagaleel, Bahari, Naftali. Kadesh is in the north. It's in the north. There's the northern. There's Shem, Bahari, 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 Keris we said, the part of Chevron which wasn't given to Kohlai in the land of Yehuda. Do we still know where Kedesh is? We don't know exactly where Kedesh is. We know where Shchem is. Where we know where Chevron is. We don't know where Kedesh is exactly. But what the Gemara tells us is that Eretz Yisrael was divided into quarters, and therefore from the southern border of Eretz Yisrael, till the first ermitet was a quarter of the distance of Eretz Yisrael. From the first ermitet being, from the south, from Chevron until Shem was a quarter of Eretz Yisrael. From Shem until Kedesh was a quarter of Eretz and from Kadesh until the northern border was also a quarter of Eretz Yisrael. So even though it means that wherever a person is, is, so to speak, not more than a quarter of Eretz Yisrael's distance, but the Gemara really makes the mathematical khashban. No, wherever he is, is not more than 8th? No, because if he's on the border. So he oh, oh he's on the far if border. On the far border, well, there will never be more than a quarter to oh. get to the Yisrael of But the Gemara makes the that people who are living in the middle of Eretz Yisrael will never be more than an 8th, because he has an on either side of him. And the Gemara doesn't just leave it as an observation, the Gemara asks as a question Why was it necessary to have a greater accessibility to Ari Miklat in the center of the city, in the center of the country? The same thing the Gemara is going to ask that the distribution of Ari doesn't seem to be even. If there were three in Eretz Yisrael, which is a much bigger area, and three in Evra Yarden, which is a smaller area, it seems that the people in Evra Yarden had much uh, more e- easy access, I so to speak, to Eretz than Eretz Ishrael. And the Gemara's answer for this is by Shem, which means the middle is Israel, and the which is called Gilad, it says that there were more murders there. But Gilad, Shekichi, there were more murders there. And if that's the case, they needed more Arimiklat. Now, as the Mephoshim point out, as the pointed out, that doesn't really make sense. Because if you're talking about more murders there, we're talking about um, cases of mazes, people who set out to murder. If that's the case, does anyway to the people that the Eremiklet is meant to be servicing. The Eremiklet is meant for people who are b'shege. So, why, and the Gemara brings the to tell you that, is Gilead is a place of Pale Avin, Midam, it's a place of people who shed blood, they were murderers, or highwaymen, whatever it was, why would that affect the amount of the Eremiklet? Anyway, the people who were involved in crime were the people who were doing a Peshaigig, and if that's the case, the Eremiklet would not have helped them anyway. So there are a number of answers in Mephoshim. One of the best-known answers is that it's true. But in a society, when there's less respect for human life, so there's going to be more accidents as well. Because, so to speak, the attitude towards how important life is drives upon society. And therefore, we see even today, those societies which are more violent societies or there's more crime, there's also going to be more accidents. For some reason, people lose the value of, of how much they have to take care of, not to harm other people. And if that's the case, there's going to be more of the cases of. So a, Life is cheaper. Right, that's the famous Shatna in the Gemara. There's a very beautiful uh, Hemshek, but that's in Ozbek's Pasha. We know Ozbek's Pasha is a very interesting progression. It talks about Richos, Pasha, shavtim about setting up the Orevichot. and then talks about the story of the Jewish war and going to battle. And then it talks about the Sugia of the person who dies without knowing who killed him and the passion of the Agla Rufa. Now, what's the story of the Agla Rufa? The story of the Agla Rufa is somebody got killed. We don't know who killed him, but we don't want to take responsibility for the fact that we as a society, were guilty of allowing a person to get killed. And therefore, there's a the whole procedure which they do, that the basin the Godel comes down, and they have to measure which is the nearest city, and then there's again the city city to go out and make a whole declaration of our, our wrongdoing. And uh, to atone for the communal guilt that someone got killed. And Arachim asked the question why is the Pasha of the war in between the Pasha of the of of Ir-Miklat and the Pasha of the Glarutha? The the those two Pasha's put together. Is, you're talking about cases of someone who dies within the Jewish society. Why does the Pasha of the war come in the middle? And he says a very beautiful chat. He says because at a time of war, when people are getting killed, so then human life tends to lose value you talk about this man died in this confrontation and this man died in this attack and this man died in this tragedy. We're just talking about more people, are, when people die wholesale, in a time of war, human life loses value. And that's why Dafka after the parish of the battle, comes the parish of Eglarufa to teach us that if you find somebody who got killed, it's a big deal. Let's bring down the base from Yishalayim and we have to make a whole declaration about it, We have to bring a special carbon for it. We don't. Kilo relegated to just another statistic. That people are getting killed, someone else got killed. No, we want to regain the sensitivity for that. We don't want people to die. And therefore, the way to combat, so to speak, the lack of sensitivity to the loss of human life, which is brought about by battle, is the partial agla Rufa. That when a, a Jew dies in tragic circumstances, the whole will gets involved in it. That's meant to restore, so to speak, the importance of human life. And it's the same you said over here. The idea of the Eremiklis, is that, in a, like the uh, Gemara tells us, in a place where human life lost value, so then as a result, people treated with less value, so there's more likely to be cases of Shoyigig as well. And therefore, we, it's important to restore the importance of human life. That's why we make a big deal out of A person got killed, so that we made it, it brings back that Sounds like yeah. the, the, the sensitivity. So, What's a gig and what's a Peshe? What's somebody who's considered accidental? And what's considered something which is the gross negligence, which is caravanazit. So the Gemara really gives examples. For example, the Gemara gives an example of somebody who's going climbing up a ladder and he falls off the ladder and he falls on someone and kills him. That's a shocking. A person climbing down the ladder and lands on somebody and kills him, that's caravl, that's amazing. Right? That, yeah. Right. And similarly, uh, the a person's rate, like but picking something it, up. That, that I'm sorry, the other are right? If he's going the way down, I'm a mistake. he's going down, right? Then it's considered the against the goddess, so the goes up, he doesn't go to goddess. There's two different studies. There's one side which is called the onus, and it's the one extreme. Then the Gemara says, three or four cases. He's going around the corner. So we say, if he's the professor, he meets him by mistake, like to Kevin Zaris, which means the person's going with a knife in his hand, and he runs around the side of the corner, the extent he meets somebody on the other side, so in that case the Gemara says, he doesn't go to goddess. And similarly, if it says it was uh, a person it's who was miscarried, No, that much, so that might be corrupt murder murder. No. In other words, that's considered A, a person's running around the corner, with something dangerous, he doesn't know someone's coming to the other side, that could be pushed The the person intended to throw a stone a certain distance and went further than intended. time went So then again, it's a question of what's considered shagag and what's considered either less than that or more than that. So that, we're not talking about a case of complete negligence, so to speak. Even cases which are more, there's a certain element of a mistake as well, but if it's considered by the halacha to be more, more than just the average mistake, it's like more common than that. it's already so much doesn't go to God. What he's asking is that if, if as we've seen across the Torah, even a gag really is responsible to a certain amount, because the argument is, had you been more careful, it wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. Whether it comes to Shabbos, whether it comes to a crisis, or whether it comes to mitzvah or anything else it's meant to be. Right? And it's understood it was a mistake, but I had a person taken enough precautions, the mistakes like that wouldn't have happened. In other words, a Muslim to be careful, mm-hmm. and that's a okay. case so you're right. He's not he's not guilty of wanting to do an area, but there's a certain lack of so to speak caution involved, which causes him to get killed. Just the famous case of the terror. a person's trapping wood, and the wood fly, and the an axe head flies up and kills somebody. That's a shaggy. But I had a person taken adequate precautions, and he's using dangerous equipment, there's no one in the surrounding area, no one getting hurt. So even in cases like that, there's a certain element of shaygig that he wasn't careful enough. Okay, so that's the first point, and that's why we see that in the central part of Eretz Yisrael, in the central part of Eretz Yisrael, and in the yard, there was a higher there was a higher, so to speak, percentage of crime, and therefore there was more of a need for yamimkhat. And now the next question is the philosophical question: The Torah is telling us how to set it up. So the Torah tells us that this is the way to set up yamimkhat mirash. In other words, so we can we could say that the Torah knew the future and is predicting what's going to happen, and therefore there's going to be there's going Torah knew that these places in the future were going to be more dangerous places relative to Israel, and therefore we need a a near a more a, a higher concentration nearer so to speak, air and places further away, right? But that's that's uh, possible. Let me get to the next point, which is a fascinating point to think about. The Torah says. When Hashem extends your borders beyond just the Eretz Yisrael and the Eretz Yarden, you'll add a further three cities. Besides the ones that already mentioned in the Torah, so we'll come to the a total of nine Eretz There are already three in Eretz Yisrael, three in Eretz Yarden, And when Hashem in the future extends your borders, then will add three more. When is this future that Hashem is going to extend the borders? So understanding is in Moshech, which is what she says in the passage. Right? And now we have to be much perplexed. The time in West Mashiach is going to be a time when we need our Miklat. There's still going to be murders, In the time of Meshireh, we're going to need to add our Miklat. But Nechara doesn't make sense. Even if you're going to say that the Torah said Ari Miklat, the Torah knew. The Torah went through some not such wonderful times, and there were cases of when there were highwaymen or gangsters or murderers even, and there were times when Ari Miklat were necessary. The Torah is predicting ahead for the future also. Why would there be a need for three more are in in the future as well. So that's what leads us to think in a different direction. And that is that it's not just that the Torah is telling us, Merosh, that there's going to be more, there's going to be a need for having a The Torah is saying that, that this is a function of a society. That there needs to be such a concept. And that's an amazing thing to think about. Because the commission tells us, the Midrash tells us, I'm sorry, that even in the mid there was near miklat. Now, we're thinking about the dar of the Midbar, how many murderers were there already? We don't have any cases of murder in the Midbar. But even in the Midbar, there was an example of a Mikla that says that the Mahanid of was the immigrant of the Midbar. So, if a Jew would kill a in the Midbar, there was somewhere to go to. You could run to the Mahanid if it wasn't very far. They were right next to the Midbar, but you would be have to remain to Levim, so to speak, until the died, or wherever it would be. Was that ever taken up? Were there actually people who did that? We don't know. We don't have any such examples, but it was set up as Ari Miklat. And that's an amazing thing we see. That the Ari Meklat was was me, were meant to be set up as part of what the society needs. And therefore we see more than that. It was a it was a starting point when i when who conquered Ayyu Yadin straight away separated Ir Miklah. Nowish given the first halakh of the Tashim tells you, set up your miklat and learning that instead of taqh in the Versus the growth theory miklat. The Seinfeld theory the It's an interesting thing. If this was the key, a necessary thing to set up within the system of a country teach us something that has er miklat. It could be to teach us the lesson. It could be more than that. That just the possibility that there is such a place, Kilo, of a of miklat of a refuge, was something which had to be set up as part of the of the the structure of the country setting up. How does that answer that? So therefore it's not that because, you know, it's not that we, we're preparing it in order to allow for the influx of Rayat. It's, it's there because it's a necessity within a Jewish country. Whether it was used or wasn't used. Whether the Makhlin, the V, and the Midbar was used as the Irimiklaas or not, that's not the point. It has to be there. And therefore when Klaishog, when Eretz Yisrael gets bigger, there's <coughs> more space, there has to be a Muslim. of I was asking that the, the reason why. We have a, a six Erimiklaas, as we said, the, the three that they set up in Eretz Yisrael, these were already set up in the time of Moshe Rabbeinu. but like another you know, book tells us that the Ari only began to function when all of them were functioning. So even though they said the other three beforehand, they only went into effect now that the three Nedites Israel began to function as well. Okay. These are the cities for the staff for people to run to. That the God of shouldn't be allowed to kill them until it's been which means until it's the judgment and it's been decided what the thing is going to be. Just on the point you were saying before, it's have one, more, one more idea, and this is already one of the first messages in the Torah. The actual mess of the Erem is discussed twice in Parashas Masai. It's talking about the division of the land. And again, in Baasha Shafti, when it talks about Moish repeaters. But right at the beginning of the Torah, Baasha's Mishpatib, the first the first place you have of Mitzvah, on the service of Debris, already there, Hashem sets up the idea of a Yerimaka. It says, that if a person, if it's B'lai dies, he kills him, then when he came ina liyadah, Hashem brought it to his hand, that he made a mistake. I'm going to set you up a place that you can run to. This was before we speak about Israel. We haven't spoke about cities or about places or about where the Arya are going to be, but the concept that there is a Arya Miklath, and such a thing exists right at the beginning. And the Torah says of the issue of murder, so it says a person who murders on purpose, in willful murder, gets killed, and if it's a mistake, there's a concept of key a Akira, that's a, a, a necessary part of setting up the justice system of a country. It's not, and as the Arya were in Arya that was a Jewish country. But the idea that a girl young can chase the Ritzayach it doesn't necessarily have to be connected to Eretz Israel. but for Jewish people, it was obviously done within Jewish people. Yeah. In the middle by went to Eretz well but there was also the Muslim God of the Erimiklat as a protection from the God of Adam. Now, this you're asking a point. That's what I wanted to get to, and that is that the idea that the the Erimiklat is a refuge from the God of Adam is true, that the Torah says. What about a person who there isn't a God of Adam? He kills someone who doesn't have a next of kin, or the us. The go- oh, so this is a in the Gemara. It's in the Gemara whether we assign a Goladam in such a case or there isn't a Goladam. Let's say the Goladam isn't that nature to go and kill people. So, except what can we do? It's a tragedy. Obviously, it's Hashem for every reason. Also, a for his car he died, and He's not interested in going to chase someone to kill him. Even in cases like that, the halach is he's going to have to remain in the irmiklat. In other words, the irmiklat isn't just a way to avoid the voiladam. And if a person thinks I'm not scared of the God of Adam, one, I'm not sure the God of Adam will leave me alone. whatever the case may be. Goddess right. is, right. God is the punishment. And therefore part of the justice system of the country is the option of goddess. It's just like everything else which is set up in the justice system. Goddess is the chalik of the punishment too. And that's the case. So we it. it's, it's, the God of Adam is the hechitimzi. If he's there or if he's not, we will we'll base on the point on or not, he's always a machalikis. But the, the, the Kapara that he gets is by in God's and therefore, we set up the most the concept of a goddess which uh, which uh, will land together right now and one more point i want to say we'll see the gemara says that even though we spoke about the six cities we designated as R.A. klat really any of the cities of levim could have done the job as well the gemara in the, the second part asks so if that's the case what was the difference between the six R.A. klat and the other 42 cities of levim and the gemara says that the difference is that in the six ra klat um, the, they had to provide, so to speak, lodging for people running like Reitzchem, for free. Whereas the other, it says the labim, if a Ritzach or the rab, he would be allowed to stay there and it would protect him, but they didn't have to give him free lodging. They could, they could demand, demand and pays for that. And this, this is the case, this goes back to the question before. The 42 cities of the Rabbim were scattered evenly all over Israel. So in the case where somebody did kill Beshegeg, he has to run. Right? It's not just that he had the two RMeka to go to. And therefore in the centre of the country it was uh, nearer to get to the nearest R Mecca. There were many, many other options. Any other RM could work. If a person's running for his life, the question that here he's going to get free lodging, here he's going to have to pay, isn't really the factor which is going to interest him. So there are many more there are many more cities of Venila if you're going to see the next paragraph so tomorrow that a person could go to as well. Right? And if we have stuff so like we said before, it's not just a question of where was the, that, that? They needed more access to the You'll see that there were many other places which could have activated the area as well. But right? well, like what Gemara is asking more is that why was it set up in such a way that it wasn't equidistant from each point? But uh, when it actually came to it, where could it go to? Any of the area would do the same job.